What's up, this is Taylor Wade Offer with Disruption Nation, and this episode is brought to you and sponsored by JPAR, the Sears Group, one of the fastest growing brokerages in town. Check them out, shots, Chris Sears. Disruption Nation, Season 4, Aaron Kirschbaum, action. What's up? Welcome back, Disruption Nation. I'm your host, Taylor Waithofer. We have Aaron with Gateway Mortgage in the hot seat today. Thanks for being on the show, brother. Thank I you, appreciate Taylor. appreciate it. Yeah. And um, advertiser in uh, Houston, Real Producers Magazine. I got, I got, I got some notes on, on Aaron Kirschbaum today. We're going to go through. So a few blocks away, he's in the heart of the Galleria. And um, by the way, Disruption Nation is a, it's a show podcast platform where people that are disrupting their space in a positive way, and you know we, we bring them here and we kind of talk about what they're doing. And a couple, I think, back to back record breaking years. I know last year was in the middle of the pandemic. Last, I, I last know, year was super solid. Yeah. I, I don't know if or, if you're keep are you keeping up with last year? Are you better or kind of the same? Or uh, you could be doing worse than last year and still be having a fantastic year. I mean, we're, we're how's this year? Right on pace. Same as last year. The only difference is where last year we were about a 40% refinance volume. This year we're about down to 10%. So okay. heavy, heavy purchase volume right now, which is awesome. Good. Because, because that business continues and can continue to grow. Awesome. So. Good deal. So uh, this has grown like gangbusters. It was, uh, it was exciting talking to them last year. It's like, it's just, uh, I mean, how, how many years? Well, I'm about to get into it, but how, how many years? In the mortgage business? Mm-hmm. Uh, 20 years. 20 years in the business, yeah. Yeah, well, thank you for being on the show, man. I appreciate it. So, some of Aaron's favorite things, watching Aggie football. Whoop. Right? Yep. I'm watching Brian College Station Real Producers. It's like, man, did you know I'm doing that? He's like, no, Taylor, yeah. I didn't, didn't even know. <laughs> didn't even know. Now, now he knows. Um, golfing, cooking with his wife. What do y'all cook? Man, we cook all kinds of stuff. But I'll tell you the most interesting thing that we got to make was lobster bisque. And we did it the, the Julian oh, Childs. Never cooked it. That's, Julian that's, Childs way. So you got to buy right. a live lobster. You got to buy two of them. Okay. You got to boil them, which I've never done before. They're, they're hissing at you. How'd you feel about that? So that's that was kind of the scary part. So my wife actually filmed me out, it. Man. I mean, I was I was like a ninja. I like pulled the pot off and like slammed them in there as fast as I could no for some reason. So I was like, ah. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, the kids loved it. You know, I yeah, mean, they thought yeah, it was yeah. they thought it was great. So, I mean, we made the biggest mess in the kitchen, though, that day. I mean, we had four, four loads of dishwasher that, that, that we had to run through. That was that many pots and pans. I mean, I don't know if you know this or not, but... I cook crab, man. It's messy, man. But the Julia Childs version calls for you to puree the lobster shell. Like, you got to peel all the meat out. Okay. And then you got to ground up all the shell, and you put that back into the bisque, so it gives it that really oceany lobster wow. flavor. Wow. Okay. It was. Y'all went all the way all the way. I, we went all the way in. That's a lot. So, so I was. How, how old are your kids? Um, so we got a lot of kids. Um, I've got a two-year-old, a soon-to-be four-year-old, okay. 12-year-old, and a 20-year-old. Dang. So we are we are spread out. You are spread out. Yeah. So I was somewhere in there, probably, I guess, around the, you know, the middle kid age, but I was that kid and it was super exciting. And my mom and dad made this big deal about the whole lobster and they had the live lobster come in and we put them in. It terrified me, man. Like, yeah. When I heard him screaming, like squealing, you know, <laughs> I didn't know that happened. I loved eating lobster. I yeah. just never heard him before. 
Yeah, that was a that was a fun that was a fun like, like Saturday, good, but it took it I mean it was such like a mess. Good, sounds like a good experience yeah. though, for sure. All right, so yeah, branch manager, Gateway Mortgage Group in the Galleria. Um, he's passionate about making the American dream come true for his clients, feels privileged uh, each time that customers choose to trust him or a member of his team to navigate through you know, the, the big event, this big life event with him. Born and raised in Abilene, Texas, studied chemistry, finance, Texas A&M University. After graduating, moved to San Diego. Not a bad, not a bad move, not a bad spot to go. Right out of college, tried his hand in the mortgage uh, banking industry in 2002, loved it. And uh, I remember our first conversations, uh, I think it was our very first meeting, and you were telling me about the story about being out there with the people on the phone, and then he was like, I don't know what it was. It just, you know, they liked my, uh, you know, Texas twang, or a little yeah. bit of an accent, and, and I was just, I was killing it. You are just you're doing, I mean, yeah. is that, do I, am I remembering this? You are, you are dead on, because we had, I mean, this is before new technology, so I mean, it was the old school days. They would call, they, right. they would call right. in. Inbound, or your... They, They'd call in. Yeah, okay. We'd have to set our own appointment, which most people were setting at a rate of maybe twenty or thirty percent. I mean, yeah. I'm fresh out of college. Yeah. And I was setting eighty, ninety percent of those phone calls. Wow. So, which meant I did a lot of driving at night because <laughs> we had to go in person to break, your home. Break down the day, because I mean, this is noteworthy. And I mean, I, I just I appreciate the hustle and so much in this. So, so when are you taking these inbounds, and when are you doing these appointments? So this is back, you know, I'm single, I'm fresh out of school, I moved to San Diego, I have no friends, I have nothing better than to do than just work, which is exactly why the guy hired me, because he was like, look, you can work all the time, like, you're going to do great. So <laughs> I would no literally get up at 7, go to the office, get there about 7.45, start taking calls at 8, you take calls and you work on your files till about 4, at 4 o'clock you get in your car, you drive, and we'd go from anywhere in San Diego all the way up to Orange County. So, I mean, you would literally drive hours to go meet these people. But once again, your loan amounts out there are $300, million. So, you know, it's, it, it was learning how to work smarter. You know, you, you basically kind of had to figure out how to pre-qualify them on the phone. Yeah. You know, to, to make sure that you want to go see them later that day. Sure. You know, I but mean, it sounds like the best training. But yeah, but I mean, I mean, it was the space you're in seven in the morning till probably 1030 at night, you know, and I did that for a, a, about <clears throat> two years, you know, just just hustled. Yeah. And then uh, is it, and then after that, let's see. Hold on. OK, so that's where you were. And then uh, so you commuted all over the place, meet with everybody. And then, so what brought you back here the, the, when the real estate uh, bubble burst? Yeah, so uh, later in 2008, I was, I kind of had uh, set up my own mortgage company, had, had a few loan officers underneath me. We were dropping our own mail at, at the rate of probably 20 to 30 grand uh, a month, which, you know, after, after a couple bad mail drops, it was that, that, that stung. Sure. So, yeah. and I mean, the, 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 the refi, market out there had completely dried up. The purchase market was, was starting to deteriorate because people were starting to find that they were upside down on their homes from all the types of weird lending that we had done at that time. Because, yeah. I mean, people were borrowing money on the very short end. They were doing one month and six month arms. Dang. So, and at very, an extreme high LTVs, which, so we're in Texas, you know, you can borrow, let's say 95%. Out mm -hmm. there, you can borrow 125% of the time. Of your, of your home's value yeah so that's that's where things got really screwy unreal so, man yeah. so and then uh and then were you with get somebody else before gateway or 
Yeah, so when I moved back to, uh, to Houston, um, I started off with Envoy Mortgage, which was also in the gallery at the time. I, I worked, worked there for, I think, I think four or five years, and then, and then um, Gateway tapped me on the shoulder and said, hey, why don't you, why don't you come play ball for us? Right here, uh, Westheimer and McKee? Yeah, right there, yeah. right there. Fantastic, and then so and then Gateway obviously ever since. What uh what part? Because I mean your office is right here in the gallery, and now where were you with Gateway prior to you know having your own office? No, no, actually I I I located that office. Um, we built we did a small build out on the first floor. Okay. When I first got started, it was literally just me in that office. Dang. I was the only person there. Yeah, and I was. And then we start. I slowly started to hire. That? that was uh. Uh, seven, seven and a half years ago. Okay. Yeah. How long were you solo? And who was the first one? So, let's see. The first one that I really hired was, was Heidi Carpy. Okay. So, I mean, and, and, and she's still with the branch today. Um, we we brought on um, a guy named Jeff Sue and, and, and Mike Ruiz. And then, and then from there, we started adding support staff and then more loan officers. And just, yeah. It, it, it just kept growing. I know. And, uh, we're about to go there right now since we're already kind of there, but just, just so you know what you're kind of in for, you know, what we're about to cover, we're going to cover, uh, you know, some of the record breaking, you know, years and, or just what's going on with the business with, um, Aaron's production culture growing like you've been doing. And then, uh, we were having a, uh, <laughs> I don't know how you have a, a humorous conversation about appraisals yesterday, but we figured out how to do that. Yeah. We're going to touch on appraisals and, uh, and then, uh, folds of honor. Okay. So, so, uh, so yeah, so growing, you know, green and growing. You know, green Gateway, and growing. Gateway's got a great culture. So, I mean, I'll, I'll let you explain it. You do a better job than I do, but I so, am. So, yeah, so, I mean, like, the probably the reason why I've been with this company for so long is because of its culture. You know, Kevin Stitt is a great guy. He, you know, he was the original founder. He's now governor of Oklahoma. Yeah, and so the great way, guy. And met, so, I met him, by the way. Oh, the cool. Texas Bowl um, a couple years ago, right before Corona. Okay. It was like the last December, and then yeah, yeah. three months later, world shut down. But I did get to meet him. So you know, I mean, he's got a he's got an interesting story that's that's I, I guess similar to mine. You know, he, he started the company as he would say with a thousand dollars and a laptop computer. You know, but that is the story. But the 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 the, the principles of, of of what his executive members have taught us as branch managers is is hey guys, always be green and growing. You know, so that's kind of like our motto, right? Yeah. Green and growing, you, you you always need to be learning and developing yeah. yourself and, and, and basically honing your skills. Yeah. Um, part of the culture is when you hire people, you know, we want them to be humble, we want them to be coachable, and we want them to have street smarts, you know, because yeah. because that's important. Like, yeah, I can hire a person off the street that's making 20 grand a year and I can train them and they'll be making 250 within three years, you know, if they have street smarts and they're humble and they're coachable. Yeah. You know? It's uh. I mean, it sounds like simple fundamentals, but it's just, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like some of the more complicated interview processes are going to overlook some of that, you know, but the, you know, disc tests and certain other ways that you do go about hiring people are also extremely important, but I don't know. I mean, I'll, um, I'll give anybody a shot, right? You know what I mean? Well, to an extent. Yeah, to an extent. Like, to an extent. Like, like you definitely learn that it's, it, it's usually better to hire people based on a referral than someone that's just kind of coming to you from like a LinkedIn source or things like that. Yeah, anybody can you look know? good on paper. Yeah. Right. But I mean, you can, you can sort, you can filter through them pretty quick. You know, I mean, if you're looking for a good hire, when you sit them down, just, just, 
be honest with them and, and, and have a list of, 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 of expectations. You know, like, hey, I'm expecting you to make 60 phone calls a day, you know, and I'm going to I'm going to make you write them down. I'm going to check them at the end of every day, you know, yeah. so and some people, they don't want to do that. And you can filter them out right there. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's true. So it doesn't take too many work days to right. you know, figure out if they're going to be able to swing that or not, you know. Right. Yep. So, uh, so, so, yeah. So let's let's go back to uh, to your to your team a little bit. And, you know, what's what's the count now? So, gosh, we're up to about we're we're at sixteen right now. We're going to be up to about nineteen people at the first of the month. Okay. So we 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 we've completely That's outgrown crazy. our space. How many of you hired in the last sixty to ninety days? So in the last sixty to ninety, I feel like he's on a roll. I'm about to find out here. Uh, about let me think. I think in the last. Last ninety days, four. That's four that, people. That's substantial. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. That, 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 that's huge. Yeah. And then, um, and I didn't mean to cut you off. Were you going going somewhere else there? No, I was just I was just uh, gonna say that you know we've we've completely outgrown our, our old space. We're yeah we're, yeah, yeah. We're, we're we're expanding out now. We're gonna stay in that same building. Okay. So that's that the next question. Where are you going? So that people know where we're at. Um, we've. We've got an awesome space that's being developed on the 15th floor. Great views. Okay, cool. It's it, it'll, fantastic. It'll, it'll hold up to 24 people. That's so beautiful. Really looking forward to it. Um, we're not done yet, but tell people how they can get a hold of you real quick. So best way to get a hold of me, cell phone. You know, I tell people to text or call. You know, my email, I get 500 a day, so it's it's it's, it's almost extremely impossible to keep up with all that. But uh, yeah, if you if you need me, text me. Call me. So yeah. Kill me. Yeah, throw it out. Oh, number yeah. 713-213-6767. There you go. Yeah. And, um, man, I have so many questions. Uh, 500 emails a day. I mean, I, I get my fair share. So just, just curious, just curious. How, uh, how are you handling all that? Do you do it? Do you have a team do it? Your assistant do it? So right now I've got a, I've got a really strong team. Um, it's myself. I have two loan officer assistants, and I have two processors. All in your inbox? All in my all that kind of facilitate everything that we do. Is you it know? tier one, then tier two, and then they get shuffled around to are delegated after that? Do you have or like one like one main front person? So uh, like this is a super basic technical question, but I'm just you know depending on how people are set up, I'm just you know yeah. curious. And it, 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 it's actually a good question because a lot of mortgage guys are different. Um, yeah. So. For me, I like to be the one that handles the initial contact. So if, if, if a realtor refers me a deal, I'm the one that reaches out to the client. I warm them up, make sure I walk them through kind of what the process is going to still like sure. and be like and kind of set some expectations. Okay. From there, I pass the baton off to Beth or Diana. And they, and they also have that warm feeling of being sweet to the customers, whereas, you know, I'm a little bit more... How would you say this? Abrasive because I'm just like, this is what I need. Get it to me. I need it now. You know? (laughs) I know what you want. (laughs) I'm going to get it for you. Yeah. Right. So. um, They're going to hold your hand while you do it. That's why you want a team. Yeah. And then, you know. Different strokes, different folks. Processing basically just checks our work, submits it, and kind of pre-underwrites the file. So, yeah. Gotcha. So, very cool. What's up? This is Tailwind Offer with Disruption Nation, and this episode is brought to you and sponsored by JPAR, the Sears Group, one of the fastest growing brokerages in town. Check them out. Shots, Chris Sears.
trend as far as like, you know, how, uh, the, you know, past several years business wise for you. Um, I mean, because I know you've had consistent success and had a great name. I mean, that's why you got recruited from Gateway and stuff. But um, and I and I can't remember. I can't remember the numbers you were throwing at me last year when well, you know the pandemic was happening. And I, and I was you know calling Aaron. What's up? What's going on? Let's you know let's catch up. How's 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 business going? There's a <laughs> like look when you take guy. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna tell. I'll tell you what I remember minus the numbers. I'm just gonna fill in the blank with X. But he's like you take a guy that's been doing X every year for. X years, and then all of a sudden I'm doing you know X, which was the same number per month or something, something close right. to that, and I'm just like, that's 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 bananas, you know. So yeah. anyway, your so. take on that, just because it's you know it's noteworthy. I mean, you know, a lot. Look, and I and I'm sensitive to all the people that struggled with you know Corona affecting their business, but you know, at the same time, I mean, I feel like it's important to shed light and and uh, and praise to somebody that you know put in work for X number of years. There's the X again. And then, <laughs> and then he said, you know, but as a result of that, I've been able to, you know, reap the rewards, you know, big time. So one more saying that we have at Gateway is, is basically he who stays the longest makes the most. And it's, it's, it's kind of true. Like when, when I started there, I was, a, I was a $12 million guy, you know, and like I, I, I have months right now where I almost do $12 million a month, you know. Like, wow. So, wow. I mean, wow. it, kind of, wow. it kind of fluctuates a little bit. but. True. You know, I mean, we're, you know, closing somewhere between anywhere from four and a half to probably seven and a half million a month right now, which has been, which has been a, a true blessing in all honesty. And I just That's awesome, man. thank all my partners and all my support staff for facilitating that. Yeah. Congratulations. So I'm excited you. for you. Yeah. I mean, it's the same, that, it's the same That's thing huge. though with, with the other loan officers in the branch too, because I mean, you know, we went our first year, I think we did. Somewhere around thirty-three million for the entire year, you know, and now yeah. the branch is closing close to sixteen million a month. It's crazy. So it's crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's exciting. It's been exciting to watch, for sure, from afar. So, fantastic. Now, um, and yesterday when we were talking, you know, you said you mentioned you know appraisers, and I don't even remember what what it was. They're uh, oh, appra crazy appraisers screwing stuff. Appraising up. me crazy is what they're doing. That's for sure. Yeah, appraising me crazy. Right. Yeah, what's going on with so, those guys? I guess in the market. I, I guess right we got to start from the beginning, right? So I mean, here's here's what you're seeing in the market. You're seeing high competition for homes, sure. And there's not enough supply to meet the demand, right? Which I've got a lot of questions, like, what what caused all this, Taylor? Like, does, does has, has anyone been able to answer that question? Like 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 why is there a housing shortage all of a sudden? <laughs> <laughs> you know, did no one see that coming? <laughs> you know, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I have my two cents on it, but I don't know if it's, it has anything to do with uh, you know, crazy. You want my two cents? Yeah, on it? yeah. Give the two cents. Yeah. I, okay. I think you know, Corona happened, and everybody decided they didn't want to be you know where they are anymore, and had a lot more time to think about it and get around to something that nobody wants to do, which is move. Right. That's the problem. That's the problem. I guarantee you that's the root of probably eighty percent of it. You know, then there's just the normal people that are gonna move yeah. based on the calendar year anyway, with jobs, promotions coming into the city, relocating or whatever. But I mean shit, man. Well you can't spend money on a lot of stuff, you can't go anywhere and they're like, I'm tired of looking at the same walls and it's time to I gotta move. Right. Well and plus rates are low, so the people that were at the three and a half rates weren't gonna give up their rate when when, when rates were six percent back in two thousand nineteen. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So 
I would agree with you. I think that that's a lot of it. Now, I was looking at some statistics. I mean, you've got about half a million people that moved to Houston last year in 2020, you know. And then you got about 200,000 people that moved to Houston that were from other countries. Then about 400,000 people left the city. So net, I mean, that was quite an increase in people. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think what we're seeing this year, because oil's back, is less people leaving. You're seeing two years of college graduates hitting the market now, you know, because you got this, this year's yeah. class plus last year's. Because, yeah, I mean, yeah. they, and technically they were all living at home. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. and then kind of like you said, I just think that combination. that people are realize, hey, I can work from home and, then, and you know, I need, I, I, need, I need more room. The, yeah. So, yeah. so they, they're, they're moving. All right. So now we have the supply and demand problem, right? Yeah. Which what we're seeing is homes are going up in price so fast that the appraisers aren't able to really keep up. And so honestly, what I think the appraisers are, are doing is they're cherry picking, right? They're going, okay, I can, I think I can make that one hit value and not get screamed at by like two, two realtors and a loan officer. Because trust me, if they bring them in low, the listing agent goes, well, here's, here's 50 comps. You know what I mean? And yeah. Same thing with the sales agent, same thing with the loan officer. So we're all having to face these battles. So what that, that, that's honestly what I think that the appraisers are, are, are doing is they kind of see the deals come through and they cherry pick the ones they want. It's like, it's like there was a house that I had and it's about, it's in Chapel Hill, which I really don't know where Chapel Hill is. Okay. It's, it's, it's a little ways away, but 45 day turn time, wanted $2,000 for the order. I was like, that. I was like, that escalated quickly. Wait, wait, wait. Is this, <laughs> what was the number? What was the figure? <laughs> yeah. The, so, so a standard appraise, appraiser, yeah, yeah, should be able to turn a, an order in in about ten days. Uh huh. Back in two thousand twenty or two thousand nineteen. Right, right, right. And the and the fee would be somewhere between four fifty to six fifty. And he wanted two grand for. And he wanted forty five days and two thousand bucks. Oh damn! Okay, See what I, mean? I, I thought I, I thought it was two grand for like twenty four or forty hours or something quick. Right. No, no. forty five days. Forty five days. Wow. So, uh, that's that's some of the real challenges <clears throat> that we're facing because when the realtors go to even get their get their offers submitted or or won. You know, we're seeing people have to offer more, more earnest money, more option money. Mm -hmm. They're having to do appraisal waivers. Yeah. You see what I mean? Shorter financing contingencies. So yeah. all this puts more and more pressure on us as the lender, and it puts more and more pressure on the appraisers because they, they, they are kind of what is controlling the market uh, it, 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 as far as financing goes. You yeah. Know. So with them cherry picking the deals that they want, how's how does that work? I don't fully get that. Right. So I mean, what happens to the ones that don't pick? Some somebody else gets them. I mean, what? so there's like a rotation thing that goes around, right? And so like we basically you have to send it out. Like we have an appraisal management company, and uh -huh. so and so they send the order out to to like to to an appraiser, and he has like ten minutes to accept the order or reject it. Okay. Okay. So See what I mean, it, it just keeps that, round that, robbing. That, that, that's part of the deal yeah, you're right. talking about. But I mean, I've seen some okay. orders that are just stuck in that round robin for three or four days, and finally we just have to go fine, pay them a thousand bucks, and then and then someone will pick it up and and, so, and, and, then, and no way and really? run with it, yeah. I did not know. That. Yeah. Okay. So. Interesting. Right. And then um, and then so, <laughs> with them setting the market, kind of, you know, with uh, you know, with, with whatever their prices are, 
are coming in because everybody's you know you know getting what has never happened before way over asking or you know right way over asking so where are they normally coming in i mean is it is it uh like what i don't know oh, give, me, give me some that's that's completely dependent upon comps i mean i i i truly I mean, how... feel that okay. every appraiser out there is doing the best job that they can. Yeah, well, no, I know, I believe that too. But, and then they're getting, I just feel sorry for them. And so yeah. Because you're getting yelled at all the time and nobody's happy. <laughs> right. everybody, like, like we were talking about yesterday, everybody's giving them shit because, the, you know, they're. Right. But, yeah. But on the, on the flip side, those reports actually get graded. So, like, Fannie Mae and Freddie have a scale, right? One, like, like one to five, with mm -hmm. five being like, hey, you better be able to defend this and justify it. And one being like, well, that one, that one was easily came in low uh, uh, according to Fannie's own like like automated value model yeah so um, difference between the comps that you know Realtor will pull and the example you used a second ago has 50 comps looking at the appraiser like hey this is wrong yeah and then what the appraiser uses to go you know so what, what's why, why is there such a disconnect a lot of well like for example you'll, you'll have these homes that are being built and they're brand new right mm -hmm. so you have a brand new home versus let's say a two-year used home sure right well next door to each other well or in the same neighborhood in the same neighborhood, same neighborhood. Okay. right so in, in in some people's minds they would go well why don't you just make a small adjustment for the age well to me, logically that makes sense but according to like the appraisers they go well we have to base our two strongest comps on the used homes mm -hmm which in a, in, in a neighborhood that's selling mainly new homes, it, it's harder to find the used home comps. Yeah. You see what I mean? That, yeah, that are that recent. That makes sense. That are within the last six months. And so that's why you'll have this discrepancy in value sometimes. Gotcha. Or, or, They're doing the best they can. Yeah. <laughs> they are. They are. God bless them. Yeah. I know. <laughs> you wouldn't, wouldn't, don't, don't envy them, though. That is, that is for sure. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, um, I got a couple questions for you. What is, uh, what's been the best part I can't like to keep it positive in asking this, but what's been the best part since, you know, COVID, you know, oh, has man. happened for you, family, work, whatever? Well, I was definitely on the right end of this recession. I mean, I remember in, in, in 2009 when the financial crisis hit, I was the, I was the whipping boy. You know what I mean? Like, 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 like all mortgage guys were, were suffering, you know, this time around the, the Fed decided they're going to fight a virus with, 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 with stimulus and lower rates, you know? So, I mean, that's, that, that to me kind of, kind of cracked us all up in, in, in you know, in, in, in my, in my lending circles. <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, I mean, we were, I mean, we have all just been very blessed is, is the, you know, I, I was blessed to have been with this company and I've stayed here so long because I had a large servicing pipeline. Yeah. Um, I was blessed to have, uh, the right team at the right time to handle the volume. Yeah. Um, I'm blessed to have a wonderful wife back at home who supports me 100%, you know, and takes care of all those kids that we talked about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Big so, shout out to you. What's your wife's name? Bridget. Bridget. Bridget, yeah. Big shout out to you. So, you know, when you combine the, the when you combine all, all that support, it really just led me to be able to excel at what I do. Yeah. You know, which is just helping people get homes. Yep. So, stars aligned for you, brother. Yeah. It's awesome, man. Love it. Uh, favorite restaurant, you and Bridget. What do y'all eat there? Favorite restaurant. So, okay. So we, we, we kind of have a little difference here. All right. So for me, my my old favorite restaurant would have been hey Papa Steakhouse. 
all day long. All day. You know, love the wine, love the food, love the appetizers, love the environment. Yeah. Fabulous place. My wife really likes to try new different things. I mean, she'll she'll go and she'll see who's you know who the new James Beard guy is and stuff like that. But she'll also, uh, what was that guy's name that would go into like the kind of like the lower low like the like the, health like the low end restaurants. I mean, he he passed uh, away man last year. Food? He passed away last year. Man versus food guy. Uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to think, but anyway. So like for let me give you an example. Hope she he's not dead. She he's funny. She, she was like, "Hey, I'm gonna take you out to eat." And I was like, "All right, well, let's go." So we go out, and then she took me to a little. It's like a. I almost want to say it was like South African food. Okay. You know, they put the little skewer on the thing that hangs down, yeah. and they've got these like hot peppers that are pele pele or something like that. But peri peri, I forget what they're called. But yep. <laughs> but oh man, I mean they they brought out some like hummus or curry thing, and I took a big old bite, and all of a sudden I'm just sweating. Like I was it's like, Woo! that was hot." Bye, Aaron. So <laughs> yeah. So she's moving Target, and you're you're happy with Papa Steakhouse? Right. Fantastic Steakhouse. Right. Yeah. You need to go, man. It's right across the street. <laughs> all right. Um. What else? Favorite uh band music. Artist, what, who, who do you like to listen to? I'm not Dave Matthews fan. I'm an old, I'm an old DMB guy, you know. Living in South, yeah. yeah. Been to, to San Diego. Been to lots of concerts. Now awesome. there's a new band that I, I would say it's fun to listen to called Cherub. So they've got, you know, they're just kind of quirky and electronic and fun. So all right, yeah. you check them out. I haven't uh, heard of them yet. All right, uh, Dream Car. What's Dream Car? You know that that Honda Prius in my reserve spot really is really is a great great car. You know, it's good, her, excellent yeah. excellent gas mileage. And, it's been on the yeah. vision board for a long time. Uh, Every day, motivator, motivator. So it was kind of to the it, office. It was it was kind of funny because like I always always envisioned myself as having some like rad sports car as a kid. You know, mm-hmm. like I had I had photos on my ceiling when I was sure. a kid. I had Lamborghinis and Ferraris and Porsches. So. Yeah. You know, I was like, okay, well, what will it look like to actually have one of these? So I called my insurance guy. I was like, hey, if I buy this 911 Turbo, what's 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 the insurance going to run? He's like, dude, dude, you had you had five accidents in the last three years. And I was like, yeah. So like, what do you think? Like 500 bucks? He was like, he was like, here, it's like three grand a month. I was like, I was like, well, forget that. Like, I'd rather go buy another rental property than have to make a three thousand dollar insurance on a car payment. <laughs> yeah yeah so so yeah i'm just you know for me now it's 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 all about spending money wisely <laughs> all right favorite favorite product or brand that you can't live without favorite what product or brand product or brand oh man these are some these are some deep questions Oh, I mean, you know, there's there there's there's toothpaste, you know, Colgate, gotta have it, gotta have that, you know, gotta have gotta that have Tide, cool milkless. You know, I have a I have a very specific Tide. I don't like the pods. Forget, don't don't put the pods in there. They they, they mess up all the smell. Clothes come out wrinkled. You just want the old liquid Tide. I use the pods. That's wrong with the damn pods. They, they, your clothes don't smell the same. I'm probably compare it. Take take just the basic old liquid Tide. And then, com- and, and then I'm do a load with the pods. Right, you might be right. And then pull I don't them out, know. smell them, know. and you'll be like, "I'm getting ripped off by the pods." The pods you know? have been ripping me off the for a pods. long time. I mean, who knew? I mean, it's, it's almost like a bullshit. Seinfeld episode we could do on that. You know? 
So. I don't like it when they don't break down in the dishwasher either, and I bought that. I still buy them. I buy right. pods all over my house. I, I know pods, pods, pods. Oh, I know we're we'll talking about pods right now. That's, <laughs> anyway, uh, that's funny. <laughs> um, all right, so got that taken care of. <laughs> you know what? No, no, no I'll, I'll tell you. You know what? A lot of people don't say that. I, uh, it cracks me up. It's the iPhone, man. Like, I mean, that that. I, what what would I do? Like, I'm I'm yeah, here. Gotta have it. You know, you, you're gotta doing that. It. You're doing that all the time. But very few people say that. You know. It's, yeah. uh, anyway. All right, what's your favorite book or, you know, what book are you reading currently? Favorite book? Oh, oh, you know, I've spent... You've got some good ones on your bookshelf in your office. I know, I've, I've spent a lot like, of time... Like that, one, that one, that one? I've spent a lot of time reading re- reading sales books I have. Um, most most recently, though, I've kind of, I mean, the, 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 the thing that I've, that I've kind of gone through was, um, oh, God. Um, it, was, it was a book about... How to change, and it was um. Oh, I forget. It was it was. Uh, of course, you put me on the spot. You got. I know you got uh, GC. You got Grant Cardone on on your on your bookshelf. Ca- it, it's a book about <clears throat> how to change your lizard brain. How to change your lizard yeah. brain. So it kind of it, okay. it, it, it's a very real story about a guy's own experience like you know the the lizard brain kind of has your old go-to's like habits your brain doesn't care if you have good habits or bad habits it just loves habits you know it's gonna do it one way or the other right Right. so how how to crack that code right so so it's just kind of like what are things that that you can do to better yourself so i mean it was kind of like a it was like, made an impact. Yeah. I mean, this is a yeah. good book. And then, you know, been kind of working my way through Romans in the Bible, which that one's, that one's a tough one, man. If you get, if you get into Romans, oh, man. Ro- Romans so. is nothing to play with, huh? No. That's a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let me know the lizard book or okay. the name of it, you know. Is yeah. it at your office? Uh, I have it at home right now. We'll just, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, will. Text, I'll, text I'll send it to you. Um, and let's see. What else? You know what we didn't hit on? I want to hit on real quick. Your charity, Folds of Honor. Oh, yeah. Folds of Honor. Great charity. So basically how it works with, with, with our company is for every closed loan we do, we donate $5 to, to Folds of Honor. Okay. Which what Folds of Honor does is for any wounded or, or killed soldier, what they do is they provide scholarships, full paid rides for their children to go to school. Beautiful. Yeah. Love it's it. Great, great charity. Which when you... See the head guy that organized it. You know, he he will come to our 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 sales rallies and things and speak. And, yeah. and, and sometimes he brings some of the benef- benefactors of, of people who receive the charity money to talk about how that charity has blessed their lives That's because awesome. they got to go to school and they got it paid for and they don't have to worry about it. That's that's, that's killer, man. So I love it. You know and. Um, I'm inspired, so I'm, I'm going to share this. I, I don't I don't say this too often, but you know, Houston Real Producers, you know, a small percentage goes to um, you know human trafficking, and you know we donated as a company nationwide, you know, three million dollars last wow. year to that. Right? You That's know, good. Pretty, I, I never rarely talk about it. I mean, sometimes there's an ad in there that says you know. Yeah. Uh, into cares or gives back or whatever that you know that does that but i mean that's that's it's a lot a good amount of money and then it's fantastic we have that's houston's terrible place for yeah that. i know well it's you know, fort city so yeah awful awful place for that not that there's ever a good place for it but there's just a lot of it going on here right um all right which favorite book no we already did book best advice if you gave it to you that's where i was going 
Best advice what? Best advice you ever got and who gave it to you. Okay. Well, um, probably my dad. I was broke and having to borrow money every month. And he, and so finally one month I called him and I go, Dad, I don't know what to do. And he was like, well, because I was working, like, doing doing chemistry stuff, which doesn't pay very well unless you're up, up to PhD levels. And even then it doesn't, doesn't it, it's not the same. He goes, Aaron, look, you're a real personable guy. He's like, look in the Sunday paper, see if you can't find a job to do mortgage financing. No shit. No kidding. Wow. So that Sunday I found a paper, looked it up, met a guy named Barry. He's from Boston. Said this guy's like, hey, you're young, you can work all the time, you're in. This is what I <laughs> loved about that story. So you got Barry from Boston, okay? You got Aaron from Texas. All right, and I'll watch the triangle happen. And then we end up, and where does Barry and Aaron meet? In San Diego. They're like on West Coast. Yeah, that's the, that's a dynamic right there. And uh, but you know, it's a recipe for success in yeah. in, 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 in your story. So. Um, Right. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I, I mean, I, 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 thought, I, I thought it was cool. Just, I mean, that, anyway. I, I, I never look back. So you know, I, I, I certainly appreciate that advice from my own dad because I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. Yeah. You know. So it's a famous four man. Right. Yep. Dad hooked you up. Got you hooked up with Barry. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Tell people one more time how to get a hold of you. All right, Aaron Kirschbaum, Gateway Mortgage, uh, 713-213-6767. Website's pretty easy. It's just ajkhomeloan.com. Uptown Houston, Galleria. Uh, where are you at? Westheimer and Bering. Uh, uh, Westheimer and Augusta. One Augusta. more street down. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. One block away. Right. All right, and then that's where we are. We're heart of the gallery right here, Westheimer Sage, M5250 Studios, Disruption Nation. We have people on there disrupting their space in a positive way. Uh, if you'd like to be a guest, showcase somebody, please reach out and let us know. And I would like to have a conversation with them. But um, you can download us on Spotify, your favorite podcast app, Disruption Nation. We're easy to find. And we will see you on the next episode. Thanks again for being on. I appreciate right, you. Thank and, you. Um, yeah, thanks, y'all, for checking us out. We'll see you next time.